0: You're listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter, that's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish from the reality TV junkie, self improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at justplainzac all over the internet, all over on Snapchat, on, no, not on Snapchat, on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. I finally got my TikTok name updated at justplainzac. Um, so yeah, justplainzac.com, everywhere, all over the internet also if you want to watch clips not full episodes yet i'm thinking of maybe experimenting with maybe like starting up a patreon but like a dirt cheap patreon because like i don't want anybody like spending a ton of money right now but i also thought it might be kind of fun to do the patreon where we release exclusive content and release the full video episodes like of our interview with safari and our interview with dave 12 pack um yeah, I'm playing around with the idea. Let me know if you're down for like a Patreon. I'm thinking like a, you know, a $1.99, $3.99 max, like $4.99 a month. Um, maybe we have like two or three different tiers with, you know, like perks and stuff. Uh, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Let me know what you think about that. Um, but so this week's episode of Hashtag No Filter, or this Friday's episode of Hashtag No Filter... It's kind of a special one. We, earlier this week, we had Safari on the show. This is our reality TV throwback week. So we had Safari on the show from Flavor of Love, Charm School, and then I Love Money too. And we also had on Dave Ammerman, aka 12 Pack. He was on I Love New York. He was on I Love Money. And then he did Daisy of Love. And so first off, I have a little bit of tea. So since Dave's interview came out, I have heard from Heather Chadwell um, and she may actually be coming on this show very soon. So originally I was just going to do two interviews or I wanted to do three max, one from like I Love, um, from like Flavor of Love, one of the guys from either like a I Love New York or a Daisy of Love. I, we ended up getting Dave who was on both of the shows. And then I wanted to get like one of the girls from Rock of Love because those were kind of like the the main pivotal shows, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and then I Love New York before all the others kind of trickled off and, and continued to be spin-offs. but um the rock of love girls were a little tougher to book on the show i was talking to megan hauserman who was on rock of love 2 and i love money and then she had megan wants a millionaire which is where the whole ryan jenkins scandal came into play and ended the whole 15 came with uh ended up breaking down the whole 51 minds company Um, she's expressed wanting to come on the show. Scheduling wasn't uh, didn't work out for this week, but there's a chance that Megan might come on the show in the future in the very near future. And then since the 12-pack interview came out on Wednesday, Heather Chadwell has reached out. She caught wind of the interview and was not too happy about the things that Dave had to say. So I did extend the invite and ask her if she wanted to come on the show and kind of share her side of things, her side of the relationship that um, the invite is definitely still there. And I actually think We're supposed to chat next week, so I actually think Heather might be coming on the show very soon. So even though this was reality TV throwback week, maybe we might do a very soon Rock of Love Girls throwback week. um, If you even liked these episodes. I've personally loved them because I loved watching these shows, so like to dissect it was kind of fun. But um, that's why I wanted to do this week's episode... Um, which is a best of. So I've had Tiffany New York Pollard on the show. I've had Nicole Hoops Alexander on the show, and I've had Jason Heat Roselle on the show. New York, everybody knows New York. She had the I Love New York. She had New York Goes to Hollywood. New York Goes to Work. She was originally from Flavor of Love 1 and Flavor of Love 2, um, and she's since done several other reality TV projects. Hoops, a.k.a. Nicole Alexander. Uh, she was the winner of Flavor of Love 1, and she was the winner of I Love Money 1. And... I think she even had her own reality show with her family um, earlier in the 20, 2010s. Um, and then Heat was from I Love New York, and then he went on to do I Love Money 1 and I Love Money 2. He was one of the vets that came back for I Love Money 2. So I had, I've had i had each of them on the show over the years. Heat was in the first year, and then uh, Nicole and New York ended up coming on later into the show. But why this is such a special show is because... It is our five year anniversary. The show started this week, April 22nd, five years ago. April 22nd, 2015, and now we're at April 24th, 2020. So it's been five years that this show has been on which is kind of like a really wild, crazy, special sort of uh, milestone for me. Because I remember, I mean, the show has gone through so many ups and downs. Um, we have switched distributors, we have moved into newer, bigger, better studios, we've done remote tapings, we've done we're now doing virtual tapings via zoom. Um, we've, you know, lost all of our subscribers and lost all of our download numbers and had to rebuild, we were kicked off of iTunes and had to rebuild all of the reviews and it's been quite an interesting journey Um, and there have been many ups and downs and I think it wasn't until maybe like late 2018, 2019 that I feel like we really found our groove on the show um, and have figured out like you know what our tone and vibe are um, and so that's kind of just a special little milestone moment, five-year anniversary. So I thought, what's better than to, while doing a throwback reality TV week, do a best-of episode? So I listened back to my interviews with New York he, and Hoops, and we pulled out the best, juiciest clips from each of them because their interviews are still pretty applicable today. We cut out some of the other stuff, like if they were promoting something, like he was promoting his television show that was coming out at that time, and um, Hoops was promoting a uh, boxing tournament that she was supposed to do with Farrah Abrahams at that time. So we edited those pieces out, but, like, edited in the – or kept in the juicy parts of the interview, like where he talks about going on I Love New York and how he had no idea it was even going to be New York and what his intentions were coming on the show. Uh, Hoops talks about I Love Money and how – well, she actually talks about Flavor of Love and I Love Money and how um, they were actually fixed and the winner was kind of preset from the beginning – And she even talks about the whole Ryan Jenkins scandal because she was talking to Meg. She was friends with Megan at the time that it all went down. So we got a lot of really good juicy tea from all three of them. So we'll start off with uh, our my interview with Jason, a.k.a. He from I Love New York and I Love Money 1 and 2. I first caught up. uh, I caught up with Jason in our first year of the show. So this was probably like six seven months into the show, because it was at the end of 2015, and we started the show in April 2015. And it was back in, like, December... Yeah, December 2015. And so now he has his whole fitness empire, Caliente Heat, yeah. And he's now a celebrity lifestyle and wellness expert. And he's got like a shit ton of Instagram followers and a YouTube page. And he's really into fitness. Um, And so it was nice hearing what Dave 12 Pack had to say about Heat earlier in this week's interview with Dave. But um, here is my interview with Heat. Okay, now one thing that I do have to ask you about is I love New York. Because I, that was my guilty pleasure back in the day. I love New York. I love money. All of those VH1 shows, I, I used to like those a
1: lot. Uh-oh. Are those your
0: proudest moments? Or, or is that something oh. you're like,
1: I'm ready to move on from? Can you believe um, I Love New York was in 2007. It's going to be almost 10 almost years. Almost 10 years. It's insane. It's funny. I was just someone, a fan. I still have fans that send me fan mail from different countries, states, whatever. And this guy actually, um, he was obsessed with me in 12-pack on the show.
0: Yeah. And you guys um, were really close, right? You were the buddy, the duo, the bromance. We were the, we were the
1: party boys. Yeah. Yeah and uh yeah he sent me a picture cuz i guess he like finds these clippings i don't even talk to any of the cast members for years now and uh you know like 12 pack i mean you wouldn't even recognize him he's got two kids i think he's married oh wow Every, everyone's moved on you know there's right. only there's only like two or three of us out of all of these isle of monies and rock of loves that have really taken um you know their their 5 minutes and extended it and extended it to a better level mm-hmm. um I mean you even have people from the you know my buddy Mike uh, Mike Miz. he's he's uh he's a famous WWE wrestler uh, David Tango which is married to Jennifer Hudson so there's a, there's like yes. a couple of us that have really taken what we did we had fun doing these right. shows because they were insane right. Right. <laughs> you know and it gave us it did give us a lot of you know, I mean for me particularly I remember six months prior to filming that show, I had just broken up with a girlfriend. I was living in a in a couch for God's sakes, and probably two months into the show airing, you know how weird it was for me to be on Sunset Boulevard and see my face on a billboard yeah. and and my life just changed dramatically. Um, from not having a car to legitimately people picking me up in limos to do this, to the, I'm like, it was crazy. I mean, I was living like a rock star for three years of my life. I'm not going to lie, you know, but it's not, it's not what I wanted. It was like, what is it like to be famous? Great. You get to experience that, but, but I wasn't happy, you know, where now I can really say I'm happy because I'm doing what I really love.
0: And that's good. Whereas a lot of people I think can go through an experience like that and then, you know, maybe have not the best moments on television and then they just want to get away from it and move on from it, whereas you at least capitalized off of it and you're like, okay, I have a fan base, I made connections, and you, you built this whole fitness empire for yourself. Absolutely. And now look at you. Absolutely. But I have to ask, so coming on to that show being that that really set the stage for for a lot of the projects that you were able to take on afterwards and even currently. Did you come into that show looking at it that way as as a business marketing type of opportunity or did you really, I mean, were you really trying to fall in love with New York?
1: No. um, Well, was it premeditated a little bit to a certain extent, but here's the truth for a lot of people that don't know this. Um, I was, I had just... I don't know if you remember the show Entourage back in the day. I had just mm-hmm. gotten my SAG card. I did. I had a small little speaking role on the show. And I just became SAG during the process where I went and auditioned for Isle of New York. But okay. here's the interesting part. They, I did not know it was New York who I would be competing for. Oh. The producer said it would be uh, one of the, uh, the reality stars of Flavor of Love. So it could have been any of the girls. Ah. So I... I said, you know what, I'm not gonna do this show. I have you know tricky, I tricky. I just became part of the Screen Actors Guild. And guess what? I wanna I wanna be an actor. You know, I wanna be right. taking serious. And ironically enough, moving forward, my mom's like, you know what, do it. Reality T V is, is big now. I did it. And it, was it a big shock for me that it was New York? Um yeah, it was.
0: <laughs> so did you not find out until the first day you started taping?
1: Swore to God, first day. Wow. First day. And, you know, it was nerve wracking because right. she was not someone that I would date in real life. Okay. Um, right. but I rolled with it as best as I could. You and know? She's, I mean, very, I she's very like alcohol, yeah, drinking, she's very like animate Yeah, she's
0: she's very animated and very she has a, a a personality and a demeanor that you kinda have to really
1: love in order to date her. Oh, absolutely. She's amazing. <laughs> She, she was amazing TV, and yeah. she was full of fun drama and whatever. I mean, ultimately, I couldn't have left the show in a better way because right. even though reality's t- reality, um, there's a lot of unscripted things that you don't see or whatever. But you know, right when I got kicked off halfway throughout the season because of my um, family values because I chose my family over her, um, I couldn't have left the show in a better way. Yeah. And that kind of parlayed on to doing two other reality shows after that, which is I Love Money 1 and I Love Money 2, where I competed with all the crazies from Rock of Love and this and that. It was insane.
0: <laughs> what was that like, to walk onto that show? I mean, and, and to be honest, it was really like walking onto, like, a farm where you get to see all the different types of, you know— animals that they have on tv no offense but i mean those shows are very and the people that they cast are very and they put together a very eclectic eccentric group of people
1: oh absolutely! what was you that like for you because i mean honestly i'll, I'll be honest
0: with you jason you're one of the more sane level-headed not so crazy trashy reality tv stars like you actually i mean you have a really good head on your shoulders and you've able you've been able to really you know like i said build this empire for yourself so what was that like to walk into this and see all these other crazies that they've had on these other shows and then have to live with them and compete for what was it
1: a quarter of a million dollars right 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 yeah it was insane i mean you know walking in there you have all walks of life you had uh for example there was a guy called midget mac yeah Guy, what was he? uh, Three foot tall, and he had uh, chains around his neck that weighed more than (laughs) him. Yeah, and he was. rapper from the ghetto. Then you have, uh, you know, then you have the Brandy and the, the Blondie twins, and they're <laughs> in cloud 88 talking in yeah. backwards gibberish. Yeah. And then you have the, the, the Stallionaires, and then you have Mr. Boston, and then you have all these weird... If you watch the show, obviously, what you did, so weird, and I had to just... I don't even want to call it adapt. I just... I just rolled with it, and a lot of times I was just in dis- disbelief. I'm like, "How the hell did I end up here? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: How did I end up?" Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was awesome right. going to this. What was it, Huatulco, Mexico? Yeah. They rent this, They rented. They rented out a uh, what was it, an eighteen-bedroom mansion wow. on the, the water. It was a private island. It was imagine waking up and you see an island, and you're the only people in this island in this huge house. It was crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll tell you this: it was sleepless nights. There was cameras everywhere except the bathroom. You know, mm-hmm. you you can't do anything. You can't sleep normal. And I think it was like a pattern because on every show, oh, actually, I Love Money one, I got kicked off in the third episode, and then the other one, I got kicked off like in the seventh or something. The point is, you get to a point where I, I was losing my own mind. I was like, if I stay here any longer, I'm I'm going to be worse. Then freaking these people going to the right. psych room, you know? Right. And then you're going to
0: end up all, like all of them.
1: Oh, yeah, they were used to it, you know? <laughs> Some of them wouldn't even sleep. They stay up drinking all night, oh and my you know, God. which I, I would stay up drinking with them as much as I could, but I would crash out. Yeah. Imagine drinking until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, waking up at 7 a.m. to do competitions. Oh, my God, I was out of it. You were you know?
0: training, weren't you? Weren't you like, I, I remember you would do like push ups in the morning and like get ready for.
1: Yeah. like you would yeah. work out. Oh yeah. I would I was prepared so much for the physical sense, but this was right. you know, it was a, it was a shit show. It was yeah. so many weird things happening that uh you know, and it all had to do always with alliances and this and that. So it right. just felt so good and like now, you know, almost 10 years later coming back on on reality TV and in a completely opposite type yeah. of show and and to you have know,
0: your life in a completely different direction.
1: Yeah. And 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 being on a show that has to do about yourself and your company, you know, yeah. like saying, "Hey, you know, this is a legitimately a mixture of the Apprentice and and Shark Tank," and saying, "Do do does America believe in your fitness company?" How cool is that? Not yeah. because uh, how many drinks I'm I'm pouring down my throat, right, <laughs> right.
0: Okay, um, I just want to jump in really quickly. And before we get to the next interview, I just want to give some love to my friends at Hum Nutrition. I love Hum Nutrition. They are my favorite beauty from within supplements. I'm a big supplement junkie. I'm a big wellness junkie. And I've been taking their gut instinct and their Here Comes the Sun. Gut instinct is a probiotic. And Here Comes the Sun is a vitamin D. You know I'm preaching the shit out of that vitamin D right now. We just want to keep our immune system healthy. We want to keep ourselves healthy. We want to eat clean. We want to eat right. But we also want to make sure we're getting in that additional supplement boost. So please check out Hum Nutrition at humnutrition.com. Use code adulting. That's code adulting for 20% off at humnutrition.com. Again, code adulting, 20% off. Get that vitamin D, get those probiotics, gut instinct, and here comes the sun or my two go-tos aside from their hair, sweet hair gummies because I love those two. But check them out, humnutrition.com. Code adulting fast forward to the summer of 2018. I had my boy Keith on the show and he was helping me guest co host when we had Tiffany New York Pollard, the HBSC. He was such a huge fan. So I invited him to co host the show with me. And we check in with New York on what her life looks like now what it was like to kick off the whole reality TV realm before, you know, Kim Kardashian before keeping up with the Kardashians, like before they all kind of came to fruition. All of these of love shows on VH1 were really what kind of kicked everything off. And I think New York was one of the first reality tv stars that um, was so pivotal at that time and so now she has like a desire to run her own church along with all of that I asked her about her time on Isle of New York I asked her about Taylor Made because that was kind of the biggest relationship that we saw come to fruition from her show I asked what happened to them if they were ever really in love and then we even chat a little bit about the Ryan Jenkins scandal that put all of the of love shows on hold and how she felt about her whole career kind of coming to a halt at that time and what she she had in development i feel like that era was like such like that is what to me defined pop culture it did. that era yeah. of of tv and just and just celebrity in general like that was like yeah. the the pinnacle of pop culture yeah. that that
3: right chunk of time yeah and i love the way you know zach and Keith. you guys talked about the other shows as well because mm-hmm. it was like this pandemonium spin-off thing that just spiraled out of control. And you had the rock of love, I love money, flavor of love, I love New York. It was just, you know, even the entertain entertainer of love. There was so many spin off shows, really good oh, yeah, shows I forgot about was, the entertainer. Like, yeah, yeah. It was so much going on. And there was even Megan wants a millionaire. Oh yeah, but that well guy that, oh, that got okay. pulled after three <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Right, so this will be a part of that when reality television was just at this height. At and it this it was.
2: I mean, it was such a a push in the culture. We a lot of people revere and we think about Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton, mm-hmm. but let's be clear: this is what Tiffany opened the, the door for them. Right? Come on, right there from Let the beginning. Be
3: honest. Okay. <laughs> let's just be honest. Yeah, real. before
2: the
0: That's the right. Kardashian booty, there was the Tiffany Pollard who rolled out the red carpet for them. <laughs>
4: yeah that
0: is so true. So Tiffany, what would you say is like your occupation or your job like how would you define that for somebody maybe a, a, an 18 year old I um, I just interviewed a young Instagram influencer who is 18 um, who oh, probably wow. who didn't uh, like wasn't around for that era like how would yes. you explain yourself to that newer younger generation?
3: Easy, the same way I explained myself all the way back then is the same way I'm doing it today because it's the God honest truth. I am nothing but a humble servant, meaning Mm. that I am a jack of all trades. If you show up and you need a nurse, I will be a nurse. (laughs) If you show up and you need a bitch to tell it like it is, I will be that bitch. I can wear so many hats at any given moment. And, you know, I just know how to stay relevant Mm -hmm. without overdoing it. And trying to be something that I'm not and to create some kind of buzz just because I'm scared because my 15 minutes may be up. No, I have a niche of followers that appreciate me and how authentic I am. And they know I'm never pushing myself to the limit just to try to stay rolling in this fast-paced world that we all live in. No, I'm a humble servant. And I just show up and I keep it 1,000% real. And that's been working for me. Financially socially, and um, obviously in the entertainment industry. And I I don't veer from those things.
0: I love that because I feel like there's such, like, that that work ethic, like, you are a hustler, and that work ethic, I feel like, lacks sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, especially with the Mm -hmm. younger generations, Mm -hmm. it's more of like, you know, I, I have to focus on my brand, or I have to only do this, or I can only take this path. But it's like, if you want to have a career that's, you know, that sustains, you know, when you're older. <laughs> like, you can't just be posting pretty fucking pictures on Instagram. Like, that's right. not the way to, like, you know, have a career down the line. Like, Instagram's not gonna mm-hmm. be there forever. Mm-hmm. You know, MySpace, mm-hmm. what, like, Tila Tequila's gone. MySpace ended oh my and that was done. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you're
3: speaking truth, that.
0: <laughs> you know, you have mm-hmm. to make sure that you're thinking about the long-term, the end game, the overall, you know, goal in the end. Like, not just today and right now. Like, yeah. yes, live in the present and all that, you know, woo-woo-woo shit, but, like, we really need to think big picture as well. And that's what, and Tiffany, you've been able to sustain. Like, where is Megan Wants a Millionaire? Megan be selling real estate, you know, in Miami. I don't know where she's at. And you're <laughs> yes. still relevant and you're still doing your thing and you're still on TV. Yes.
3: And this is because, you know, I have to tell you honestly, Zach and Keith, that I have a legacy to leave behind mm-hmm. before my blood stops pumping through my body and my heart stops. I know I have something, you know, divine to leave this earth. And this is why a lot of people may not understand this, that it may not make sense to them. But I will have my own HBIC ministry. Yes, I will. I'm going to be a televangelist. This is a big dream of mine. And I feel like I'm coming into fruition of it and it's starting to take hold of me. And I know I'm going to be one of these great people that leads people to heaven.
0: You're you're offering value to people and I think that's that's really the key that mm-hmm. has kept you uh, still in the game. I agree. And you Thank you very
3: much. And well well, are y'all gonna be a member of my church? Oh
0: you because know, you can, can sign me, me up right now. Faux <laughs> <Bo> show. <laughs>
3: would, and I'm glad to be on this broadcast right now where people can hear my voice hundreds of thousands of people because what we need to stop doing as a race of humanity is making people feel bad about themselves and about the choices that they may have in this life Mm -hmm. because I tell you right now God has no respecter of person he loves us all the same and I'm sorry and I'm tired of people feeling like they can't be a Christian, or they can't, you know, exude a love for God because of lifestyle decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he didn't say that. That's man oppressing hate and hatred upon certain, you know, people in different lifestyles. And I'm sick of that. And I'm here to just bust all that up. And just let everybody know that they're welcome to heaven, and God loves them all equally.
2: Okay, I love that. I'm here for it. And you know, speaking of your voice, I'm like getting down on my knees right okay. now. You ready, ready to pray?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but well, what are you getting down
0: there uh, uh, if To <laughs> worship. <laughs> let me clarify. <laughs> getting on my knees to worship, <laughs> right? But I think you to know, worship it- God. Let me clarify that
2: <laughs> even more <laughs> quickly. Yes. Quickly. Quick insert, but I think, you know, just talking about your voice and your presence because it is one that everybody has come to know. You have so many moments on television and history. I've got to say, you know, another reason why I was super glad to be invited back because I do a podcast, the blog, and we Mm -hmm. spend a lot of time like using pop culture and nostalgia. And one thing that we do is we insert like these sound bites from pop culture. So I did want to ask you, I'll give you like my favorite Tiffany Pollard moment is get your ass back in line. And we (laughs) use that on our podcast. But I wanted to know, you've said so many moments, so many quotes. Like, what is, like, your favorite saying that you say?
3: Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, (laughs) it's so funny that you set that up like that, Keith. Because (laughs) there are so many moments. Mm -hmm. And I literally can remember being in each and every one of them and being frustrated by those other (laughs) people, And they (laughs) they would, like, push me. To the edge to where you know I was just so done and over it with them, but I have to say, Beyonce, Beyonce, <laughs> oh, yes, you look like Luther Vandross.
2: Oh, my, my gosh, dad. yes, <laughs>
3: perfect,
0: <laughs> say, Beyonce. Oh, I uh, love it
2: it. it. it was just perfect. All of those moments, good morning to you, good morning to you, not you, like you were just so <laughs> you were made for TV. Unapologetic, I love it so much. <laughs> Do you have a most memorable like show that you've done, or yeah, experience? you've done so many? It's... What,
0: yeah, what would you say is well, like I the most
3: say,
2: most memorable
3: and most hard show was definitely New York Goes to Work. Oh, My they name. put you to work <laughs> uh, at that damn beekeeper and exterminator. Like that was like difficult and there was no you know uh production running in and saving me and going (laughs) yeah these bees won't sting you or these rats won't bite you i was literally like a man all by myself every man for himself on your own so that would have to be like the hardest thing i've done most memorable
0: i love it yes what um have you kept in contact with any of like your former contestants on Flavor of Love, or any of the former suitors from Ooh. I Love New York?
3: Yeah, that's a great question, guys. <laughs> Actually, I'm still I'm still really good friends with Taylor Made. Oh, and I was going to ask about. Her. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> um, and I'm really good friends with uh, Red Oyster. I don't know if you guys, of course, you remember her Flavor of Love season one. Yeah. So Little what, Miss Asian persuasion. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes.
0: So what? What would your relationship with Taylor made like? Was that real? Were you guys? Because like, you guys were like very passionate, and I don't want to believe that that was just for TV, right?
3: Well, you don't want to believe it because you couldn't believe it because it wasn't. It mm-hmm. was so real. So
4: why didn't it, it work out, It wasn't made
3: television. Literally, when we got off set, we were both making phone calls, <laughs> me transferring my belongings to where he lived at, and us moving together and making it work. Like, we were li- literally, like, while we were on set, they were breaking down the set and we were making, like, U-Haul plans. <laughs> wow. That's how real it was.
0: So why didn't it work out?
3: Uh, because I'm a stark raving bitch. And there's no know <laughs> for it. I, I mean, it. living with New York on a basis where there's 20 other guys in the house and I'm not getting her every day. That's one thing. But him enduring me
4: mm-hmm. every
3: day. for hours and hours and hours, it began to be too much. And I do. I I accept the whole responsibility and say I'm the one that tore the relationship up.
2: Wow. Do you still believe in love? Do you still want to be married and, you know, have access to that dream? Are we doing I Love New York 3? Oh. Well,
3: I mean, there is a lot of wonderful things coming out in the future that will tell the story of my story, love life and my past and the obstacles that I face right now and why I'm not successful in love. You know, my journey is not over, but I think that it has just now began because I'm able to speak truthfully about, you know, my shortcomings as a woman who cannot be nice to men. You know, I really like to be disgusting and mean and evil. And unfortunately it just hurts my chances of keeping a guy there, but I'm going to be, you know, I will, I will, I don't want to say too much, but there will be some stuff coming out soon that will help further.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm <Lord>. ready for <laughs> it. <laughs> Me too. But
3: I, I'm here, baby. I want to help. I need to help <laughs> <laughs> so I can get married.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, so... What happens? Like, you were at the the height of it all. You started on Flavor of Love. You got I Love New York. You got New York Goes to Hollywood. New York Goes to Work. Like, you were getting all of these spinoffs, and then all of a sudden, like, that kind of era just ended.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: What, well, what happened to New York? Where did she go?
3: The, <laughs> the tragedy that transpired was totally out of mind control Mm
4: -hmm.
3: and i don't want to brush on it too much because people lost their lives and i don't want to seem by no ways that i'm saying my career is bigger than that but i ain't gonna lie to you i had two shows in the green meaning literally i was about to shoot i love new york three and i was Mm -hmm. about to shoot new york goals to work part two Mm -hmm. but they had went overseas to another country to shoot I believe it was I Love Money season two Mm -hmm. and then while before that that show wrapped one of the contestants went back killed himself and killed unfortunately killed one of his girlfriends or ex girlfriend. and because of that you know we had to stop Mm -hmm. doing the shows that we had planned and all that stuff kind of went into high But by no means did I ever lose my popularity. I just got sped up into something that you want to just wrap up in a bowl and call it charge it to the game. You know what I mean? So I just had to, you know, I took that L, well a couple of L's because I finally had them at the dollar amount that I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) It was a tragedy, but you know, I didn't get that. But the thing is, I'm back and you know things are cooking up again, but it was just, it was, I didn't understand when we had to take the breather, but it's just that thing you can't really call it and you just really honestly do have to just charge it to the game and be like oh damn you yeah. know D- you never
0: did i love money huh
3: hell no You're not to on that shit it was like first of all we don't get this bitch her own show right. <laughs> don't did i love new york and there's no way we're gonna cast her in the house and then have to you know
4: <laughs> make her yeah because
3: when you're doing your own show they treat you like royalty yeah so me going back into an ensemble cast at that time it was just not going to no. work mm-hmm.
0: yeah going backwards you didn't do Charm School either I loved Charm School oh my god <laughs> can you imagine
3: <laughs> Charm School was so magical wasn't it I that's one of my favorite shows it, yeah. it was just produced so lovely and everything I didn't do it but it was fun going into the house and having that guest slot <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, when they, I was 10 girls girl.
0: All right, real quickly, before we jump into the next interview, I have to give some additional love to my pals at Dry Farm Wines. If you've been listening to this show for a long time, then you'll know that Dry Farm Wines has been one of our longest supporters on this show my favorite hangover free wine so if you want to get turned you want to have a good time but you want some clean wine you don't want it with all the additives no added sugar no added dyes all of that stuff that leaves you hung over the next morning you don't want any of that in your wine so get my favorite hangover free wine which is dry farm wines go to dryfarmwines.com z-a-c-k dryfarmwines.com slash zack i think i'm about to go have a glass right now because i could use some clean some good clean wine dryfarmwines.com slash zack z-a-c-k Okay, and then at the end of 2018, I checked in with Nicole Alexander, a.k.a. Hoops, who was the winner of Flavor of Love Season 1 and the winner of I Love Money Season 1, and she had a lot to say about New York, Uh, but we also talked about how she was cast on Flavor of Love. She also had no idea it was going to be Flavor Flav. Um, that was kind of fun. They were. They even offered her to do her own of love dating show before New York, and she turned it down, which is how New York ended up with her show. And then we talked about I Love Money, and she talks about how I Love Money was actually fixed until she threw the producers for a curveball by actually accidentally beating White Boy in the end, because White Boy was supposed to win I Love Money because he had his own spinoff show already in the works. And then she also talks about the Ryan Jenkins scandal and how um, she kind of helped Megan House. And through that tragedy, her and white boy kind of helped Megan at that time before Megan decided to really go off um, and go away from p- the public eye. Okay, so you brought up New York. Let's talk about her because I had her on the show a couple weeks ago. Um, and she I mean she came in as feisty as ever. And I just want to know what your take <laughs> on on New York was because you've actually gotten to like experience her in real life and live with her and work with her on multiple occasions now.
5: Mhm. you want to know what that was like
0: <laughs> Mhm. talk to me give me the dish on new york spill that tea
5: oh man well for one it's been it's crazy to think it's over 10 years ago so i mean i do feel like she is who she is but um i just not knowing her before we were in the house and then being like legit we were cool like it was just cool like we were in the same room like and then it got towards the end and i don't know if a producer came to her like yo this is the time to turn it up mm-hmm. but I promise you it was the scene where I had the basketball in my hands and I just I I genuinely was like is this for real is she being for real right now the camera came into the room and then boom I mean I think we had an elimination come in that night something like that and anyway she created it she started the drama She, she just started running her mouth at me and I'm like bro you don't you do not want it with me I'm trying to tell you and ever since then like I don't like fake people. I don't care if it's for a camera or not or whatever, bro. Like you're phony. So ever since then, her and I on the show, was just going back and forth because it became a little battle and she just, mm-hmm. she knew what she was doing. So um, off and behind the scenes, like I don't, we never really talked after that. I know she's doing her thing and listen, she's great at it too. She picks her business moves. She has a great fan base and she's just going to be who she is. It works for her. I ain't going to hate on nobody's game. Nobody's hustle, but just keep my name out of it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. It's negative. So talk to me about how you even landed the role on Flavor of Left. Because you ended up winning that show, correct? The first season?
5: I know. I did. Um, well, okay. So I was out in LA. And, uh, you know, before everything. I mean, I dibbled and dabbled in modeling or whatever. But I didn't have any any clue or about the entertainment business as far as that was concerned on that level. And I was with a friend. And we were at his agency. And she was just like, hey, do you do anything else besides model?" I'm like, no. And she told him, she's like, take take her to this building. They're, getting, they're I think this is the last day they're casting, blah, 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 blah. Mind you, I don't know what she's even talking about. You know, I'm a tomboy. I'm a, I got my basketball yeah. shorts on. I don't know. We go over there. And then I just got asked a series of questions I've never been asked in my life. Where's the weirdest place you've done it at? Like, where's, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like crazy, like dating, and sexual questions. I'm like, am I allowed to answer these? So did that. Got in front of a camera. They asked a couple cra- crazy more questions. And that was it. Three weeks later. I got the contract and they said, hey, we want you on the show. And I mean, like, legit, that's how it happens. Right place at the right time. That's just it.
0: Did you know it so. was going to be with Flavor Flav?
5: No, no. That's a misconception of the entire world thing. So, like, back then when reality was real, we everything was kept so secret. And because they wanted everything to be real for the right. camera, you know. And so um, I didn't know there were going to be other girls. Um, I, you know, I didn't even know, I didn't know what the heck was going on. We knew it was a dating show though. Like however, or whatever it would be challenges. And, and that was just it. All right. They never said who it was or anything like that. So whenever we were in the house, that was the very first, the very first episode that y'all seen was the very first time that we've seen each other, even the women standing on that stage. And I mean, it all happened so fast. And then they are like, all right three two one and then the doors open up and it's him and at that point i mean Mm. what are you gonna do walk out your contract your contract is for a show so you know i kind of hid the first couple episodes i'm like you gotta be kidding me this is not this is crazy (laughs) but Flav is that freaking awesome guy like love him to this day and we just all had a really good fun time and yeah i happened to win it
0: so did you genuinely have a connection with flavor Flav? and what happened because you guys didn't end up lasting so what yeah. happened after well, the show? well, season
5: two happened, okay? They were already casting for season two. Uh, so I mean, we can be honest about it now. <laughs> season two is happening, and they already they already were greenlit for a season three. I mean, it was a hit. So um, the connection for Friend was there. Like, I mean, I love him. I, like I said, to this day, but he's a genuine person. He is. He is. I love people that are just them, regardless mm. of, of anything else. And that ended up happening, but like romantically, no. Like I said, so we had to break it off for the, um, well, you know, I'm putting that in quotation marks. Hey, when we do the, um, the reunion show, you, you know, you guys will break it off blah blah, blah. And then, oh, we got a season two. So I had to be the bad guy.
0: Mm. Yeah. Because he was the star of the show.
5: Well, of course. So how and, do you- Yeah. And so they had already... But that's how it goes. So ta- mm-hmm. I want to talk
0: to you about I Love Money because I think that was one of my favorite shows. What was that like mine compared too. to it was mine competing too. for love?
5: I think, I think it was... Okay, so one of the producers on the show, him and I are still good friends to this day. And, you know, they wanted me to have my own love show. I turned it down. So New York
4: got mm. it. And so
5: then... Yeah, and so then... um, You know, it, it, there was probably two other shows. Like The Bachelor tried to get me, turned that down. And probably one other show. And then... You know, Chris came to me. He's like, Nick, okay, listen, you got to say yes to this. I'm just saying. He's like, we're doing a show. It's going to be dangerous. It's going to be adventurous. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. You know, I'm like, okay, well, well, I'm in. I said, but hold on. It's another competition show. So I said, like, I know how it went last time. Y'all already have, like, your shows ready to go. So, like, is it true that anybody could just win? And he's like, yeah, anybody can, but we kind of have it kind of set up for you know white boy to win and i'm like Mm. what i'm like bro, i'm not doing that shit like i'm not going on and lose like i'm gonna do the best i can like i'm competitive if i know he's like just come on there like we you're the you're like you're one of the world's favorites um a fan favorite like just come on and i'm like man so i did i'm like fine why white boy you know uh, uh, because they were gonna do another a spinoff show from that and they needed like a um they call it like a, a seated show. So like we have this God. show and then you know people get their spin off shows and so once he won, well then it'd be like in the life of, you know, white boy, he just won this money, blah blah blah. And they were gonna go back to Miami and do this whole other show. So, you know, I liked this one because it was mixing women and men mm-hmm. at the same time. So I loved the concept. Plus it was dangerous. It's like fuck it, let me just oops, but mom. I just cussed. Y'all have to bleep that. No, I said fine. forget about it. let's just um <laughs> I'll do it. It'll be fun. So, you know, I got there and made some of the best connections, friends-wise, that I have ever made in my entire life, which is great. And, you know, Ahmad was one of them. Um, Rest in peace. And he's had a good time. But anyway, um, it was just ironic because in the very first episode, you have to do a challenge for team captains. Mm -hmm. And me and White Boy were the captains. And from the start, we, we created an alliance. It was me. I was a secret one and it was white boy, real and chance. And it was just us four. So I was working on the other side. Right. So, um, you know, we wanted to be on each other's teams, but we ended up on opposites. So I was gold, and He was green. And it was like that through the entire time, but we kept saving each other through like convincing people to save each other through the vault. I think the concept of the show is just the best that I've ever been on. It just was so mm-hmm. dang on awesome because you had to, you really had to create
0: and compete. Yeah. I guess
5: your path through it and compete at a level to win these challenges. Yeah. It dictated everything. Right. Um, so I loved it. Then we got down to it. Everybody's gone and boom, me and white boy are against each other. So I'm like, Holy crap. And I remember us in that room in Oaxaca, Mexico, when we were sitting on the bed and I just was asking, I'm like, that's crazy. I'm like, white boy, like think about everybody and how they left and when they left, you know, cause it was so crazy. And being mm-hmm. in there behind the scenes is just even more crazy. So we talked about it for a second. And then I'm like, you know, good luck. And then I was in and we were up against each other. And I'm like, in my mind the entire time, mind you, I know that they want him, they, they got him winning, right? But in my mind, I'm like, well, how are they going to do this? Like, at what point does he get the lead? Or does he, like, is it going to be a moment that I'm like, oh, that's it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we get dropped off at the city, at like it like a town square type of deal, right? There's like four or five legs to the race. So the first one was we had to collect 100 pesos to get a taxi to get to the second leg of the race, which was running through the woods, then rolling these big old coins, as you remember, down mm-hmm. these dune sands and over, and then in a boat, jump out of the boat, swim through the ocean, and then race up the stairs to the mansion, which, oh my God, it was like a thousand steps, okay? And then run around and then, you know, put the contestants in order from which they, We're you the know, way. left the show. Yeah. So we get dropped off. Here we go collecting 100 pesos. Nobody's taking my money. And these were production people that they set in the square. Ah. And I'm like, I said, fucking A, like, this is it. This is how he gets the lead. And so I was devastated. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So he had a three, like a three minute and 28 second lead. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I get it now. I ended up taking my belly button ring out, selling like jewelry off my body. Like, just take it. And that's what I'm like. So I, I get the taxi. I'm in a taxi ride and I'm like, son of a gun. I'm like, uh, this is it. But I don't stop. I keep going. I mean, I'm like, I got to find him. I'm going to catch up, blah, 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 blah. And at least have it neck to neck. Right. So I'm fighting my, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going so fast. We get to the steps and for camera purposes and for like uh, production purposes, like we started off on the same one, um, same step, but he had, I think I made up time by like almost two minutes.
4: Mm. so
5: we hug each other one last time so that means that he would start up the steps, and then there was a production guy down there like you know he's like a minute in something ahead of you so you know you'll just wait a minute or so i'm like okay fine so we hugged white boy's like nick i'm gonna take you shopping when you come to miami blah 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 i was like yeah okay i was like listen i'm just happy one of us is getting it out of our like alliance out of our team so he goes boom old boy's down there he's on his clock he's like okay 30 seconds 10 seconds 30 seconds okay, go hoops. So I run as fast as I can up the steps. And I'm just thinking it's over. I'm thinking Craig is there, like ready to stamp my card void or my check void. And that's when the team was like, you got a whole nother thing. You got to go put these in order from how they got, you know, eliminated. And I'm like, oh shit. So boom, I run. And then I just put them together. And then boom, he stamps white boys check void. And I'm like, get, (laughs) that's why.
4: At the end
5: of that, I was so, So I cried. I'm like, you gotta be shit. Yeah, so crazy. You outsmarted the game. Yeah, like it's so crazy. So he was like, "Oh my gosh, everything you do, you just win. It's just crazy. You mm-hmm. messed our show up, but we love you. This is great." And we were laughing about it, though. You know, that's behind the scenes. So yeah, that's how that happened. Favorite show ever.
0: So and you actually walked away with the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
5: Two hundred and fifty wow. real thousand dollars. Yeah.
0: So is that paycheck? I imagine way bigger than your flavor of love paycheck. <laughs>
5: Yeah. You don't even want to know we didn't get paid from flavor of love. Okay. They got us. They got over on us. Now where I made my billions uh, afterwards, because when the world loves you, you're getting booked for appearances. You're getting, mm-hmm. you know, however, whatever you make, you make your money, to, like just going on the road and seeing and saying hi to everybody, you know, deals come through or whatever. So yeah. And that's how I learned in the business too. Like, you know what I mean? The contract is everything. You got to make sure you got people to support you on it and have your best interest. So.
0: So why, a why didn't you want to do a, uh, a dating show?
5: Um, I think the way that I've seen it play out right then and there and I just like the whole concept of it, like, and I just was very young minded as far as like, and I knew I didn't have control in that beginning. so like, I didn't want to go into something that I felt like I wouldn't have control over, have some say so or creative input,
4: mm-hmm. then they
5: already had what they wanted. And so I, I wasn't about to just be a puppet, if that made sense. And then like, if it is for love, I mean, I felt like for me, like, that's a little bit serious. I'm not going to commit right. to something if I don't feel like, and in the sense of flavor of love, it was like. I didn't, I, we were, that was a show and it worked. You know, we didn't know what we were doing and then we thought it was a real person. We didn't know what the heck was happening and that happened. So it was just like, I think I went into the mindset of, well, what if it's like a joke again or what if it's like, and so I just didn't want to do it. I'd rather do it for real, for real if I ever did a love show. You know what I mean?
2: Sweet.
0: Any old cast members that you still keep in contact with?
5: Uh, yeah. White Boy and I are still very close. Really? Um Yeah. Rodeo. Um you oh, remember right. her yeah. from I Love yeah. Money. Yep, from I Love Money. Megan and I were close and then um that whole little thing happened with, you know, her show. They had another season, but right. some crazy stuff went on. And then um who else am I? That's about it. So I talked to her on a regular basis.
0: New York kind of opened up when she was on the show about the whole Megan wants a millionaire um, you know. Not criticism, but you know the the travesty that unfolded after they had taped the mm-hmm. first season of her show how did that affect all the other shows for you like were you were that was there anything in development because she told us that I love New York three was in development and they had to pull all of those shows as a result of, of yeah. what transpired
5: um no it didn't affect me um I just hated that the, the production company which you know who started us all and I think that they were the best together it yeah. ruined their entire entire company and so i think that's what happened whatever they had their hands in just kind of you know became
4: it just it just
5: ruined everything because yeah. yeah they weren't doing background checks properly or however you know whatever the investigation entails and so like that was just it. it just completely demised their their company and so then they split up and mm-hmm. now each of them kind of started their own and they're still successful just single singularly now individually but, yeah yeah in different ways
0: and so mm-hmm. how did that affect your relationship with megan
5: um, well, she kind of went away a little bit. She was devastated by it. You know yeah. what I mean? She just was like, Nikki, she was like, I literally picked this freaking guy. You know what I mean? Like, I I actually really like, she's like, all I could think about is if I went back. I mean, we had a conversation, she just was breaking down. I'm like, oh that's crazy to think that, you know what I mean? And she just was so distraught. And then we call white boy in three way. And then we all just were on the phone. Like, you know, like everything happens for a reason. You're safe now. Like, yeah. and that completely, like, I haven't seen her since and really talked to her. I'm very close with Frenchie too. I remember from Rock Oh, love. yeah. Frenchie's remember still Frenchie? around. She's been That's on like my girl. botched. Love yeah. It That's
0: awesome. Yeah.
5: Frenchie and I are very closer than probably all all the other ones. So, yeah. That's awesome.
0: I, you guys need to do something. You need to do like a, a Facebook, Instagram live or just some live event. Like tickets would be yeah. off. Tickets would be selling out with that.
5: I know. Maybe I need to just try to get everybody together and we just go and take over a place, have everybody it come. It's a good idea.
0: That would be fun. I would, yeah. That yeah. would be.
5: That it would will be, be
0: awesome. dope, right? All right, and that is it. That is the end of this uh, this week's special best of episode. This was a really fun trip down memory lane. I'm so grateful that I've had so many of these of love stars on the show from New York to Heat to Hoops to 12-Pack to Safari. Heather might be on, this, on the show. Heather Chadwell from Rock of Love might be on the show soon. Megan Hauserman from Rock of Love might be on the show soon. If you have questions for them or you want to or don't want to hear from them, let me know and I will maybe unbook them. Um, thank you guys for listening and supporting Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter for five years or however long you've been listening to the show. Like I said, we've had so many ups and downs and it's just been a very, very wild ride. So I'm just very grateful to have still to still be on this journey with you and to have this show then launch hashtag adulting. And it's just a really cool vibe. So thank you guys for supporting me. Don't forget to check out Hum Nutrition. Check out that vitamin D. Here comes the sun. Use code adulting for your 20% off and check out Dry Farm Wines. I love both of these brands, dryfarmwines.com slash Zach, Z-A-C-K, dryfarmwines.com slash Zach is my hangover, favorite hangover free wine. Um, and they've helped keep my show alive. So I'm very grateful to them just as much as I'm grateful to you. So thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach and listen to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays for the foreseeable future. Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places. And let me know what you think about that Patreon. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye.